The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, power horse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to help fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. Plus, when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Bring it up, Jake. great stadium uh, and you want to check out the final hour of the show i would recommend that as our pal evan silva is going to join us in 20 minutes evan just texted me like a ton of bets for tonight looking forward to that evan will join us to start the power hour then we'll give you our nba bets for tonight our nhl bets for tonight and side total and props of the panthers and the bears so if you want all that content it's free just flip on over to twitch.tv backslash betql you can go to youtube.com backslash odyssey sports as well listen on sirius or xm satellite radio radio stations nationwide uh twitch.tv backslash betql if you want to check out the final hour the power hour of the show but for now before we get into all of that, Ken, we have to keep talking NFL awards here. Uh, we have to wrap up our conversation on Coach of the Year and then get to Comeback Player of the Year. So before we had Reese Davis on earlier this hour, you had given us a couple names of guys that you think have like realistic chances to maybe take down Dan Campbell, who you also said is like 
probably pretty likely to win the award at this point with the Lions schedule being what it is for the rest of the season. So you had a couple interesting names, including Sean Payton. Would love for you to delve a little bit further into that. Hashtag for the people out there. Yeah, sure. So the like I can go a little more detail on the non-Campbell coaches and just how I feel about them. So I, I Campbell, I actually think is more likely than the price at this point. But I think the good news, we'll talk about a strategy in a second for like, okay, because like I'll give you all these thoughts and be like, great, like, what do I do? And I think so we'll just go name by name here. Campbell, I think is like very likely the winner. Uh, I think it would take maybe like three Lions losses or more for him to not win. And I I guess like another narrative could eclipse his. It just doesn't feel like that's happening right now. Um, So that's him. D'Amico Ryans is the second choice. To me, this is the most mispriced one in the market by far. Uh, Got absolutely zero pub in any midseason award column at all. And like they're they're like supposed to be the surprise team. And he got zero. There's two reasons for that, I think. It's like surprise. We we didn't write about him. That's the surprise. (laughs) Yeah, right. So so one, one. Bobby Slowick, who's their offensive coordinator, is getting like a lot of attention uh, for all the good work that he's doing. But I think honestly, first and foremost, for why I think Ryan's won't win is CJ Stroud's going to win. And CJ Stroud's their quarterback, and he's going to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. I'll be damned if the Texans are getting two postseason awards for going like eight and nine or nine and eight or something. It's just like not, I don't think it's realistic. Uh, I think it is possible, but it is very unrealistic. And I think the voters agree with me, and the voters don't think of him as a candidate for this award. And I think that's more jarring than what I think about the award. And he's the second choice in the market. So you're like, well, you're telling me Campbell's a favorite. Like, that's not interesting. Okay, cool. Like, I'm telling you, you can literally draw a line through the second choice right now. McDaniel's the third choice. I actually think this is starting to become far-fetched also. The loss to the Chiefs was incredibly important in terms of, like, setting them up as, oh, you know, fun team, but, like, when push comes to shove, they just get smoked or they lose to good teams or whatever. It's not that the Chiefs game didn't end up being close, just like McDaniel told you that. The week going into the game, like, oh, the perception of us is we can't be good teams. 0 for 3. Like, you you think he's beating Campbell now? I think there's like a, I think there's no, I actually think there's like no chance of this. If they won out, it would be interesting. Think about that. If they won out, had to win every game, it might be interesting. Like that's the third choice. Okay. Like maybe it actually is a little interesting then. That's like kind of all I'm saying in terms of just how the guys are priced right now. You have a massive gap in the market price wise after that to a group of coaches that are at least more interesting. Uh, this group will be like Sala, O'Connell, Sirianni, John Harbaugh, Peterson, Tomlin, Carroll, like this group. Uh, I just like Peterson. They won a ton of games last year. I think they have to win out for him to win. He was a finalist for this award last year. You don't go finalist for the award, win the award. Like you pop and then you're done and you don't get to do it anymore. Like that's how coach of the year works. Like once you surprise, it's game over. Uh, Sirianni, I think they have to win every single game. I actually think if they lose two games, he won't win because they won so many games last year. I actually think like that's the standard. They're also about to enter like the toughest five game stretch I've ever seen on any one schedule ever. Like, I mean, it's like absolutely brutal what they're about to play. Like never would never bet them. I actually think they have to win every single game. Harbaugh probably have to win out. It's probably the same thing. Three losses may be interesting, but like these are again, think of the case. Yeah, it's possible, but like. Man, that's like a 1% or a 2%. The Eagles schedule, which Nick, with Nick's, which Nick puts in the chat, Chiefs, Bills, 49ers, Cowboys, Seahawks. That's the Eagles next. They're going to lose one or two more games. Really? They're going to win all five? Like, cool, could happen. Probably not going to happen. So you're just, you're going through being like, well, that that's probably not going to happen. That's probably not going to happen. That's probably not. And you get through all these names 
and you, this is why I ended up settling on the list of three names that I said. Uh, I'll put Sean Payton in the probably not going to happen thing. Like, I think they can be a fun team the second half of the season. They're also three and five. Like, if they lose to the Bills, like, it's almost already over for his candidacy. He has to win as a seven and a half point dog for my bet to have life. Okay, like, I want it to happen. The prices, there, there are like 200 to ones out there on him. And I actually think it's live, but like, you need a really, like, a 0.1% kind of an outcome here for it to happen. I want it to happen, but I, you know, I can't sell that. So you had like seven or eight guys here where it's like, I mean, I guess, but like, no. And like one percent of the time they win, they're cross-offs almost for me. At least in terms of placing the bet, they're cross-offs. So that leaves me with like three guys, three coaches, where it's like, all right, if Campbell's twelve and five, and this guy does blank, can I make the case that they beat Campbell? Or maybe thirteen and four Campbell, but that's going to be tough. So like, all right, Sala. He has Zach Wilson as his quarterback. Let's say they win ten, four and four right now. Let's say they win ten games. Man, like 10 wins with Zach Wilson against Campbell. Like that's, we at least have to talk about it. It's at least like possible. You got the idea that Rodgers maybe comes back for the last couple. Now, does that happening mean Salah's not really the guy? And it's like Rodgers and we push that and like, and then it's just Dan Campbell won the division and we don't give it to Salah. But like, again, it's at least a conversation at this point. And it's a reasonable accomplishment that they're going to win nine or 10 games this year where we get to, again, like the other things, it's win out. Like, we're not, I don't want to have a conversation about a guy who has to win out in order to win coach of the year. Like, Robert Sala doesn't have to win out. Robert Sala can lose, like, three more games, and he can still win coach of the year. That makes it a reasonable conversation. O'Connell, to me, is the most reasonable one. They don't even have to be that good the rest of the season for this to be really interesting. Uh, Peter Schrager on Good Morning Football. This is the thing that kind of cinched it for me. So O'Connell gets mentioned in some of the midseason pieces, but because their success is more recent, it's like McDaniel and, and most importantly, Campbell gets so much mention. Peter Schrager on Good Morning Football basically wanted to start a segment on the show with, I think Kevin O'Connell should be the coach of the year. Like, does anybody agree with me? Like, that was the discussion, which I think kind of sets the stage for if they go on even, not even a run, like if they win half their games the rest of the season, like one more than half, and they're going to get the seven seed of that. Like their path to making it is way better than Salah's. It's way better than Mike Tomlin's. It's way better than these other narratives that could be really good. Like O'Connell to me is like the interesting guy, but we get into like price versus, do you just want to bet the Vikings every week then? You get paid right now. They're a three point dog against the Saints. They might have to just win that in order for this to win. Why not just bet that? So it's like, you know, I think the strategy here honestly is if Campbell loses to the Chargers, so you don't want to bet anybody else until the Lions lose. That's step one. If they lose, I think the good news is we've seen this. If Campbell loses, I think this market stays like exactly the same. Campbell and McDaniel have taken losses. The prices haven't changed like every week. So I think you actually get like a freebie here where he's going to lose it. Like if he loses to the Chargers, you get like another week to bet everybody again before like, I mean, God forbid the Texans ever keep winning too. And the Dolphins keep winning. Like you could actually see some stability in the market to like pick out your guy still. Like Lions lose, O'Connell wins. Yeah, maybe O'Connell's like 10, but at least you know it's possible. And maybe you bet the Vikings this week anyway, and that's how you get around not betting O'Connell if you think he's live to win the award. So I think the strategy is you gotta wait for the Lions to lose at least once to have any like the sliver of hope that someone else can win. If that happens, I think there are three candidates who could get it. Uh, from a narrative standpoint, I think O'Connell would be the most likely. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Tremendous football Thursday. Talking awards right now in the National Football League. All our bets coming up in the final hour of the show, which starts in about 10 minutes from now. Uh, at BetMGM, our show sponsor, Ken, the king of sportsbooks. Raiders interim coach Antonio Pierce, not yet listed. 
I have a feeling that'll change if the Raiders beat the Jets coming up on Sunday Night Football. So, like, listen, I don't think Antonio Pierce can win. I don't think he will win. 60 to 1. Other places, by the way. Just saying. Okay. Uh, Chat us up here on Antonio Pierce and his Coach of the Year candidacy, the interim head coach for the Las Vegas Raiders. I think it's pretty straightforward. Um, If they won all these games, it'd be really interesting and, like, worthy of celebration, excuse me. I think that they're making the postseason would be reflected in Crosby winning defensive player of the year as like if they were going to or no rewards. They don't even have to get an award. Honestly, you could also make an argument like this is like the if the wheels fall off the CJ Stroud bus completely, then O'Connell might win if they end up making the playoffs because that would mean he had to play really well in order for that to happen. That's like I'm not saying bet that that's like a pipe dream kind of a thing, but you're just trying to figure out like, all right, nine and eight Raiders, what happens? I think nine and eight Raiders, it's either no awards because I mean, let's be honest, like Pierce just there's no track record for this kind of a winner for coach of the year ever. And there aren't a lot of guys who win a lot of games as an interim coach, but like, there's just really no track record. And like, I think the Campbell thing is really set right now, honestly, could happen, wouldn't bet it. And I think if they go nine and eight, Crosby wins defensive player of the year. And that's how they end up kind of rewarding that accomplishment. That's how you, I mean, I guess like he won't care because he's so rich and is going to get paid by the Raiders basically until like, basically like, like the nukes hit or like the meteor hits. Antonio Pierce wins coach of the year. Like what do they like? Josh, I think Josh McDaniels is like, doesn't care. Or if he's just like just completely <laughs> tuned out, he's going to go to like, where did, where did Cliff Kingsbury go this off season? Like the Thailand, like McDaniel's going to head yeah. to Thailand. It's just like, like, do you think, do you think Pierce can win? Everything. Do you think he can win? No, no. Cause like them making the playoffs is still like, what, re- what record is that the rest of the season? Like six and something. Right. So they're four and five. Let's say they probably, I guess like, I guess it's a team. I, I, yeah. I think you'd have to win 10 in the AFC to get in is my guess. I just, I just don't think they're, but I, I do think, uh, and I'll, I'll just I'll put another kind of postscript on this. Yeah. Six I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll put it this way. Uh, I think he would be a finalist and not win. Like, I think they'd okay. want to acknowledge it. Like, you'd have to give him some credit, obviously, for what happened. Like, beating, like, da- like an NFC North winning Dan Campbell 14 and three with that. That's just like, that's tough. Like, it's just, there aren't that many games. Um, I'll, I'll also say this. Crosby can win if they don't make the play. Like, if they go nine and eight and they're like sniffing the playoffs at the end of the season, I actually still think he could win. And he's I, he actually might be the best defensive player in the league also. A lot of really I think everybody ones, thinks he's, that. He's absolutely outstanding. Right. Yeah. Uh, and they're right. Uh, if you're watching on Stadium, twitch.tv backslash BetQL for the final hour of the show. All our bets for tonight and a conversation with Evan Silva from Establish the Run. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> on the BetQL Network. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.